There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two-toned cookie, or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white, so go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing, from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Blog Talk Radio. For Tribe, welcome to the Liberating Inner Beauty Revolution Show, a platform where we get together and share valuable information, wisdom, and great tips so we can break free from vicious cycles that keep us stuck and rediscover, rediscover and welcome our true majesty, Ohio Bean. I am Lucia Gabriela, your empowering and transformational health and life host, and today I welcome you to experience the seeds to your liberation. I am honored to share this sacred space and time with a beautiful goddess and mentor that I have the opportunity to work a couple months ago in our Liberating Inner Beauty Revolution um, email blast, and it's Dr. Eve Abad. She's right now in California. She's so uh, up early over there. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. It's 9 o'clock over here in New York. And uh, before <laughs> we hear her <laughs> word of wisdom, we have a few announcements. Um, Dr. Eve has put together an amazing gift for our tribe. And to claim it, you will have to register at liberatinginnerbeauty.com where you will find a blue opt-in box. There you're going to have to put your name, your email, and subscribe to claim your gift. All right, so I am so happy and thrilled to have you, Dr. Yay. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lucia. Thank you so much Thank for having you. me. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're very welcome. Um, like I was telling everyone, we work together in this 28-day revolution, um, email revolution that we have in the month of May, and it still continues yeah. going, you know, through, the, um, through our site. And I tell you that, the four weeks that we worked together, like all the videos that you provided, they were very, very inspirational, very empowering. I really love your, um, you know, your way of being, like being uh, so true to yourself and so, like, so right on it. And um, I want you to introduce yourself to everyone and share with us who are you and what was that specific moment in your life that made you, um, you know, you became aware of your desires because today's topic is uh, how to, you know, live a life of desires and passions and 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 all that. So please share right. uh, share with us how you started all. Well, okay. Um, good morning, everybody. Um, I am Dr. Evie, as she as she mentioned. I'm out here in Los Angeles, California. Um, the way I sort of came about this whole topic of desire and living a hot, passionate life is really it it came from sort of a lack of desire and really feeling that and going through that as as I experienced the dissolution of my marriage many years ago. Now, years ago as my as my marriage was sort of ending, I, I noticed that I just I was really tired. I would spend all day on the couch after work. I worked the graveyard shift at a um, 
community mental health crisis facility, and I would come home in the morning just really, really tired and just spend the whole day on the couch watching Martha Stewart. Now, that is not sexy at all, (laughs) to say the least. Um, And around that time, I had a dream about um, this wolf. It was a wolf standing over um, the edge of the cliff, and it was looking out. And I remember I was standing at the bottom uh, below him, and I was looking up, and he was a very tired, sort of scraggly-looking wolf, just like no energy. He looked really tired, just underfed. His hair was all matted and sort of bloody. Just he looked really, really tired. And when I really sort of went deeper into that image of the wolf and really just sort of started relating to that dream image, I did notice that it was like that's, that is the state of who I am today. It's just sort of like no desire for anything, just really tired, just really scraggly, really just no passion whatsoever. And once I realized that, it was like, okay, I can either stay in this marriage that obviously is not working for either of us, or I can leave. I can make an empowered choice, and I can leave. And so we ended up splitting up, and it was like almost instantaneously my whole life opened up. And I started doing theater, and I started doing this and that and make a whole bunch of friends. And it was probably one of the most creative periods of my life because I was able to say, okay, that animal hunger, that longing for something deeper and richer and more passionate, that was in me, and it needed to have expression. So that was really my first experience of my own desire. Wow, that's very, um, in, in, you know, very interesting that, that you mentioned about the wolf and, and how mm-hmm. animals can come into your dreams. And I believe in all that, you know, and all, all the, the dreams really can tell you yourself, um, your inner self, like what's Absolutely. going on. And it's, yes, and it's good to just listen to what they have to say sometimes. Right, right. And, have these people like doing the the laundry? I'm so sorry. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. I have uh, the the garbage trucks outside, so we're in the same we boat. have the whole yeah we're in the same boat. That's funny. <laughs> um, wow. So this was your uh, after like um you uh, break up uh, from this really toxic relationship. Uh, you have your creative period. That's kind of, um pretty much interesting because. Um, I went through the same thing. Like I, I felt like trapped when I was in my marriage, and then I broke exactly. up from my, you know, from my marriage. And then it, this past year has been like the year of like rediscovering my true self and, and like really getting back to who I am, because I lost right, the weight, right. you know, because I'm not from here. So it's like when I came to the U.S., it was like oh. You know, I have to adapt to the people and everything, so it was kind of a little hard. Mm-hmm. And it's very, right. it's very. Uh, I don't recommend anyone to just really just break up with the relationship and all that to have that creative period. You know, creativity um, period of time. But what do you like when people are stuck in, in this uh, in this moment in their life? Like they don't know what really is going on, and like they are in different toxic relationship or toxic uh, environmental work. And like, what do you? 
what would you suggest? Like, what, how do you work in, like, bringing back people into that point of creativity? Because that's where everything starts. Because once you find your own creativity and your own, like, higher excitement, that's when your life shifts to a different, um, a different level. That's when you truly know what you're made of and, and everything can transform, like, um, incredible. So what would be your suggestion? Like, how do you start... Well, I think you first start with just being able to be quiet um, and really ask yourself, you know, what what is my soul's deepest desiring? And whatever comes up, you know, write it down. But make it something like the, uh, the reason why I say write it down is because there's something about the act of writing, the physical act of writing it down, that sort of triggers something in the brain. Um, I, I'm always, um, I always uh, encourage people to do a lot of body work. Um, now, that could be sort of, you know, go into dancing or expressing whatever that desire is. I mean, you don't have to go to a, um, um, a dance, you know, therapist or anything like that, but just like, you know, turn on some really awesome music that you like at home and just allow your body to express that because a lot of times mm-hmm. also we, our words sort of trip us up. So sometimes our body, our bodies hold uh, a language that is pure than spoken language. So those are the two things that I would suggest. Yeah, just really getting getting quiet and letting whatever comes out physically just 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 to give it some expression. When you talk about body work, it could be anything that are dancing, massages, like uh tai chi, dancing, like massage. yoga. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I think there's something in in the body that that is expressed. Um I think more purely and um more clearly than than sometimes it is when when we when we speak our desire. Mm-hmm. I think we feel things first. You know, the pit of our stomach or the knot in our stomach or the squeeze in our chest or something like that or the the lump in our throat. There's something there's something there physically that we need to address. And perhaps, you know, if you want to get really, really super creative is to address whatever that knot in the throat is and say, okay, there's a knot in my throat. What exactly is that saying? What What are you saying to me? What needs to be expressed? What What is trapped in my throat that needs to get out? And what is that, the knot in my stomach? Okay, knot, what, what is all tied up here? What do you need to tell me? about myself and where I am in my life. Like I sometimes I feel like um you know you feel like that tightness in the chest and all that stuff and I like I do what you said. Like I ask my chest I said like okay chest what's going on here? Give me a clue. Exactly. <laughs> and I meditate exactly. all over like sometimes at night I wake up at three o'clock in the morning. Sometimes Three o'clock in the morning is that specific time. In the, um, everybody tells that between three and four in the morning is when your body and your dreams can tell you what's going on in your life, and and that's when the time of meditations really happen, like where you really want to ask mm-hmm. questions. 
So those times, like when I I, I discover amazing stuff coming from the body, you know, it's it's um it's a very powerful tool to just ask right. the body and Absolutely. let the body respond. Yeah, absolutely. And it is a way for you to get really more in touch with who you are, your essence, without, um, you know, without without getting the mind too wrapped up in it. Because sometimes we can get too cerebral about things, and we can mm-hmm. think our way out of our desires. So, really addressing the body's um, the body's experience of it is really going to be key, I think. And and some people are gonna be like, yes, I have this desire. But some other people are gonna be like, um, I don't have any desire. Like even if they try so hard to ask that question, like what is my deepest desire? What I really want? What do I really want? Like what would you be your suggestion um, for for those people that it's very hard for them to find uh, the true desires? Hmm. That's a really good question. I think. Um you know, there's sort of this this idea that to be, you know, to reach perfection in one's life, you can't have any desires. Um, um, sort of the Buddhist idea that, you know, you empty yourself of desires. But I think what that sort of addresses is really your attachment to the form of that desire I think that's what it's talking about. But I think our desiring makes us human. That's what makes us human. It's this mm-hmm. this feeling that we're always, somehow a little piece of us is always going to be wanting. Um, either wanting, you know, more comfort or just wanting to be, a, you know, wanting to be a better person. That's, you know, that that could be an amazing desire, but it's sort of like it's still a desire. And, you know, the great thing about desire is that it constellates, it triggers our our desire to create a more soulful life. Now, if you go back into mythology, you know, the, the um, there, there's a story of Psyche and Eros, and uh, psyche is the basis of all psycho- psychology, and desire, of course, is the erotic. Now, when you want to live a passionate life, you're also living an erotic life. I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about really that hot, passionate life that is sort of like wild, but at the same time contained in a way that is healthy and psychological and really deep. So... um I would say to those people who believe that they don't have any desire, um, once again, just to really go into your body and really feel your way into every single part of your body and see if there's uh, an ache or a knot or something like that. Um, and usually there is there is something there. I think we're all blessed or, if you want to say, cursed with our our own stuff, and there's always stuff to be worked through. So, so yeah, I think we're we're all desiring and desirous beings, and I think that's a beautiful thing. It's sort of like American Beauty, you know. It's just we're we're all desiring, and life is messy, but that's what makes it beautiful. That's what makes life beautiful. 
Yes. Um, this, I have one question I hope that um, that um, we can answer. Do you feel like there is a connection between the desire and sexuality? Because back in back, you know, coming from a Christianity, a Christian home, and everything, like usually the word desire is like a little bit much of the taboo, like sexuality, like oh, the taboo because oh, desire pretty much always everybody linking to you know sex. Um, do you feel like or do you think that? Um, when people say desire, like they really, uh, they're linking it to uh, the sexual activity, and then also they feel like they, it's like they should be banned, or like mm-hmm. the whole confusion of the words. You know, what I mean, like linking one to, to the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel I like there's something happen, like in, in that aspect that a lot of people feel like you know you can't have desire because it's targeted to the sexual part, and if you um if you really want to discover discover your desires you had to touch into that part of yourself that with the intimacy and sexuality you had to become alive and that's that's when you truly uh can tap onto the your true desires i don't know if it's um if that's correct or not right i i definitely believe that you know unfortunately desire has been desire and the and and the erotic has been really relegated to this, the, this, the sexual part of ourselves, mm-hmm. the sexual expression. But I think it's, it's, you know, definitely, it's definitely a part of it, but it's not only a part of it because to be an erotic human being is to be a connected human being, not only connected to our sexuality and our sensuality, which is our, you know, the core of ourselves. It's like the primal self. Um, but it is, it does sort of branch out into how we interact with other people, not only sexually, but it's just like, okay, how do I see you? How do I, how do I bring you into my world? How do, how do I interact with you as another erotic human being who is learning how to live a passionate life just within his or her own sphere of experience. So it is um, a two-way street of, if you want to say that, I don't know if it's a two-way street, but it's like um, really desire is getting to know yourself, an erotic experience of yourself, and also an erotic experience of the world around you so that everything becomes erotically charged and sexy i mean sexy doesn't only mean let's have sex with everybody it's just like wow you know it's just like everything turns me on like i'm (laughs) i love art i love cooking i love this you know love gets thrown around very easily but it's just like there is some truth in it you know what i mean it's like everything is a turn on everything's excitement (laughs) Mm -hmm. i love that i love the whole turn on Mm -hmm. movement going on it's just Mm-hmm. It's just one of the things that I discovered when I, um, I, you know, I broke up from my relationship is that mm-hmm. I truly didn't, um, I was trapped into my desires and I truly didn't uh, discover myself as the, the intim- you know, the intimate part of myself, like the sexuality part of myself. And 
And right. that was, I think, it was holding me back with my desire because I was holding it back with myself, like, oh, I, I shouldn't be thinking of it, you know, like, because I wasn't experiencing, like, my true desires, even in the uh, intimacy part of myself. So I truly uh, believe that once you tap into, like, be erotic about yourself and truly find who you are, like, everything is going to come abroad. And like like you said, everything is going to turn you on because you're going to be like, oh, I love this. This is, like, my favorite thing, like, people that follow me, all my friends tell me, like, oh, my God, you are the most, you know, funny, crazy person of mine because yeah. I love the word orgasm. <laughs> right, right. And I always feel like it's not such a bad, you know, it's, it's the concept, it had to be changed because I feel like everybody can have an orgasmic life in the act of, like, Life go boom, explosion, the internal exactly. explosion of yourself. That's that's for yeah. me the definition of orgasm, without right. taking any sex act into it. So, exactly. like, yes, it's erotic orgasm desires are pretty uh, pretty daily word that I live my life with because I feel like once you start even using them yourself every day, you can like start seeing life in a different aspect and and. And you become a little more welcome. You, know, you become a little more aware, and you welcome people the way mm-hmm. they are, and and I think doesn't bother you. I don't know if you feel right. that way. Like when you live your desire, like all the people's, you know, drama or even tiny little drama, it doesn't get you too much that like you used to do times ago. Exactly. I mean, I think you you just become aware of you know you 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 feel a certain way. You want to live this life of, you know, that it's true for yourself and you've become intimate with yourself, um, yeah, you just really don't care what other people think, you know, and it's a really good place to be because you can hold more steadily to your particular course and you can live, uh, yeah, you can just you can just live more more true to who you are. Yeah, that's a good topic, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And how do you get to, um, once you find your true self and you find your uh, your core, um, your desire, your core desire, because I always believe that there's one desire that is the most, um, had to be the one that you feed the most, because that's the one that keeps you alive and uh, keep you mo- moving and going and reaching your dreams and goal. How do you, um, what do you think of to, to when you get to the point that you um, you get to who you are and your true desires and your true intimacy and your true being and then uh, trying to cope with the rest of the world that can't see that yet from you? Other people can, you know, maybe at the same vibration they are, they can mm-hmm. relate with you and they can see and they accept you, but it's a little it's still a little um of the struggle to you know truly embrace yourself when other people even like even when we say okay, I don't care what other people think still that vibration can like shake some account you know shake some some wave in yourself and how how do you how do you you know what do you recommend like what do you how do you people can just um, cope with uh, with all the people that they are not in the same um, same level 
I don't, I don't say level, but in the same vibration that you are. How how we can how can we cope right. with that? Well, I think you know you you you're not going to please everybody. You're not going to be everybody's cup of tea, um, and that's just the way it is. I mean, it's just if if you're like me, you probably have some people pleasing you know, tendencies there. It's like you want to be liked and, you know, you want to make sure everybody's okay with you and, you know, everybody wants to be liked and that's fine, but it's just like it's not going to happen. So once you are clear with yourself that that's not going to happen and once you're okay with, okay, you know, I'm okay with who I am. I'm going to be true to myself. I know who I am. I've become intimate with myself. Then, Really, the other people, the naysayers, the people who are going to, you know, hate on you or whatever, they're really not going to matter. They're just really going to fade in the background. And whatever they say, it's just going to slide off your back. Yeah. Yeah, and just surround yourself more with people, like, have the same strength like you do. Exactly, exactly. You know, Mm mm-hmm. And you know, you take you you listen to those people a little bit, and you you take you take what you need, and then you discard the rest, and just remember that you know a lot of whatever criticism that they have, they have to say, it really speaks to who they are, and not really about it's not really about you. Mhm. So yeah, like we were talking last week, um, you you seeing all the the reflection of who you are. And other exactly. people will see in you the perfection of who they are. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm right just on. putting myself a note <laughs> to post it on my, my Twitter. So write yourself oh, with likable people. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or or, or people who will really um, constructive, give you some constructive criticism. You know, they're not going to be people who tear you down, but they're going to be people who encourage you to grow by, you know, sort of helping you discover your blind spots. Oh, Dr. Evie, did you look at this? Or Lucia, maybe you should take a look at this also because this is important. You know, I mean, surround yourself with those types of people too who are uh, maybe older, more experienced, because you do need those people. You need their wisdom also. Mm -hmm. But the critics... You know, they can be critics. You know, accept them with love and then let them go. Yeah. So you can keep yeah. alive your true desire, your erotic, you know, erotic passion, and yeah. don't let that outside influence harm you inside. Just you know, just surround right. as much as you can with people who are like you, like who really want you to be the best of you. And exactly. that would be like a very strong uh, barrier for all the mm-hmm. negativity coming from other people that they don't see what we see. Right, okay. absolutely. Yes. Do you feel like desire could die? Like even if you work hard on you, you know, on your passion, your desire, at this one moment it would die. Like you feel like at one moment it, you feel like it is normal that goes into cycle because you never can be just all the way up, 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 up. You know, like right, right, right. I think the form that the desire comes in can certainly transform, but I don't think I don't think the fire of desire is going to be out completely. I think the fire of desire goes out when you're like dead or like depressed. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? But even when you're depressed, it's sort of like the desire is like, oh my god, can you like get me out of here? Because 
I, I, I know I'm not living the life I'm supposed to be living. This really sucks. I don't want to be in bed 24 hours a day. Sad. Mm-hmm. I really want to live. I really want to live something that's different than what I'm living. I want to be somebody different. Um, mm. So I think I think that the the yeah I think the form of the desire can change, but the desire itself is not the the, the desire itself is not going to change. I think we all have basic desires. I think we have the desire to to um to be uh to touch people's lives. I think to be effective in the world and somehow to mm-hmm. be able to um be true to ourselves, to um be able to connect with another human being. Connection I think is one of the basic desires. Now how that comes about you know, that's different for every single person. Um, some people may connect with people through the arts. Some people may connect with people through, you know, being healers. Um, so so the way that desire uh, is expressed in the world is different for everybody, but I think there are some, there are some core desires there, core basic desires for people. Yeah. Um our time is going to be close to an end, and before we wrap mm-hmm. up, I would love, uh, Dr. Eve, if you can um, just give us one little tip that we can do every day in our life to keep our desires alive, like, the, you know, the frame alive. Right. How to keep your desire alive. I would say take a few minutes every morning when you wake up, and I know this is something that I'm practicing too because it's really, you know, it's so easy to reach for your iPhone or reach for, you know, turn on the radio or reach for a computer mm-hmm. in the morning, but really just to spend, you know, start with a minute and just when when it, when you're when you're still sort of in that um you know, between waking and sleeping uh mm-hmm. mode is just to get really really quiet with yourself and just notice where you are and take a couple deep breaths and just notice where you are. Notice your body. Notice how it feels. Um, and just start there every morning with a couple of deep breaths and just noticing where your body is. Yes, and then go from there and make any decision in your life from that from that moment, from that exactly. point. Exactly, exactly. Yes. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful, beautiful tip for every one of us. Okay, our time is up. <laughs> thank awesome. you so much for thank joining you us today. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for having me, Lucia. You're very welcome. It was a pleasure. You know, I love working with you. So, a uh, beautiful try. Remember to sign up for your gift at liberatinginnerbeauty.com. And uh, also um, check out yes, and check out our Yay. website um, for updates and our Facebook our fan page Beyond Healthy Beyond Beautiful. And also we will be um, connecting with Dr. Eve over there, so you can follow her on her Facebook. And and she's very one yeah. of the coolest person to have on Facebook to friend her because she keep you she keep you smiling every <laughs> single post that she has. <laughs> I love your Facebook post. Yeah. um, No, but I love you because you uh, you're real. 
Um, yeah, I'm very real. I keep it very, very real. Um, if you guys want to follow me on Facebook, it's at um, www.facebook.com backslash Dr. Evie. That's D as in dog, O-C-T-O-R-E, V as in Victor, I-E. That's um, facebook.com backslash Dr. Evie with the doctor spelled out. And I'm there. Sign up and you'll get my updates. Yes, yes, follow her. She's very cool. She's a very authentic, uh, unique um, mentor for all of us. Thank you so much, and um, have thank a blessed so day much, in California. Yeah, thank you. Thank bye, you. everyone. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. It's the two megastars summer mashup, the awesome iPhone, on the Rockstar Metro PCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for zero dollars, so you can jam without limits. It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires port of number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or on Metro PCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions. It's the two megastars summer mashup. The awesome iPhone. On the Rockstar Metro PCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for zero dollars, so you can jam without limits. It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires port of number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or on Metro PCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions.